Now you kids are probably saying to yourselves, hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get the world by the tail and wrap it around and pull it down and put it in my pocket. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat. Let's rock it. Real Brian Show. I feel like I should have gotten a little more excited about that, but uh, okay, let's rock it. Let's do this. So welcome to The Real Brian Show. My friend, the Night Fox, who will be joining me next week, by the way, likes to call Superhero Fridays Flush the Format Friday, which I think is appropriate for this gloriousness. So today we're going to be covering a multitude of topics guaranteed to better your life and, well, you know, waste your time too, because, uh, hey, welcome to our randomness, our madness. With the mad scientist, too, because you know what? It's Friday! Thank God it's Friday! Woo! Friday! Thank God it's All right, I'm pretty excited about that. Mad scientist, welcome back! Hello, everyone. <laughs> mad scientist again. How are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Are you, are you glad it's Friday? I am so glad it's Friday. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. And- We'll get to this. This is actually the middle of the night for me. As we know, I'm currently in medical school. Yes. And right now I'm working on my surgery rotation. So as part of that, I get to work with the CUTE team. And that involves two weeks of working in the hospital with the general surgery team and then a week of night shift. Oh, man. So for the last week, I have been overnight in the hospital. It is wonderfully fun. I am enjoying it so much. I get to do a lot of stuff that I wouldn't get to do during days. And the people I'm working with are absolutely wonderful. But I hear a but. right now it's also the middle of the night. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. And you've had some rough patches recently because, you know, here you are. It's like, hey, we're going to expose you to all this and we're going to teach you and and you're going to get some experience. And bam, you started this whole thing right after that school shooting. Right by you, right? My first day was actually the day of that school shooting. Oh, man. I was in the ER when they were bringing people in. What is this showing you right now? I mean, you went through that horrible, horrific, heinous thing, and yet you're dealing with all these other things. I mean, what's... Are you still wanting to be a doctor? (laughs) (laughs) I do still want to be a doctor. I don't know if I have the personality or the mindset to be in a field like this where I'm actually on the front lines when these horrible, horrible things happen. Yeah. Um, I've seen the people that thrive in these kinds of scenarios that live under pressure and just get by on the adrenaline of it. And I respect those people. And I think they are so necessary for our world to function. Really. I don't know that I can be one of them. Sure. So I became a doctor because I like the thinking aspect. I like kind of planning things out. I like understanding what's going on. So I'm more likely going to be going into a specialty where I'm going to be able to do that, where I can kind of sit back and be like, okay, what is the best way of arranging everything in your life, your diet, your lifestyle, the medications we're giving you so that we can optimize your health? Sure. Because that's the part that I really like. That's good. I was actually on overnight last night and uh, was helping to sew up a patient who... I uh, just had their appendix out. Ooh, and yeah. as I'm doing that, you know, I, I've sutured maybe two or three times. I'm not that good at using the needle yet, but I'm trying to learn. Because sure. 
I want to get better at this. And as I'm doing that, the surgeon in charge looks over and tells me, oh, by the way, be careful because their fiance is a plastic surgeon. So <laughs> make this a plastic surgery <laughs> stitch. I'm like, I don't know how. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that. Hand me the blowtorch. Now I'm we'll going to feel even <laughs> <laughs> super glue. Yeah, there you go. Super glue is your friend. Here's a free tip. You ever cut yourself or get like a nice clean cut? Just super glue it. Really? It works so well. So wait, how does the skin deal with super glue though? Does it absorb it? Does it eventually dissolve it? It eventually just flakes off. Really? Really? Okay. So it doesn't you know, go into your system and poison you. No, not at all. Interesting. All right. There you go. Super glue. Carry it with you everywhere you go. And of course, make sure whatever is clean before doing that because yeah, otherwise you're just locking in a bunch of gross stuff that's true that's called infection yes Ooh, heinous. we're very familiar with that over here at the hospital oh so have you done much in the way of infectious disease not a whole heck of a lot for oh, infectious man. disease specifically it shows up no matter where you go in the hospital yeah because even the people that are in the hospital for something else can acquire infections even while they're in the hospital because, you know, you're sitting in bed all day, you aren't getting up, you're not moving around, you're not breathing the way you usually would, pneumonia might show up. Sure. So we do deal with a lot of controlling infections, a lot of just giving people antibiotics. And then there's a whole other field of the more exotic stuff that I haven't really gotten to touch. But uh, there's some really, really interesting stuff that's out there. Oh, I'm sure. So, I mean, you know, because it's nighttime and I know nighttime sees probably some of the worst stuff, you know, versus the day. But what are you seeing? Why are people coming in? Like, is there kind of a a common reason that people show up or is it all over the board or what? It's pretty all over the board. It honestly depends on the day. It seems like all of the days that are really, really intense, like those are when all of our big traumas are going to be. So, okay. The first day I was there, we had the shooting, a motor vehicle accident, and a couple of other things all show up within about two hours of each other. Wow. And then for the next week, there was almost nothing that came in. Hmm. The most traumatic thing that we usually see is an old person who's taking a blood thinner medication who falls down because, you know, there's some concern that if you're thinning your blood and you bump your head on something, that could cause a bleed. Totally. And that could you know, cause some problems down the road. So that's a lot of what we see. That's kind of the mild one that may or may not be serious depending on what we find. Sure. But you were telling me, you know, because we were joking around, we talk about, you know, health tips of the week and stuff like that. And you were just like, oh my gosh, for the love of God, be safe. Why? Like what's going on now? What what are you seeing that people are coming in and, and you're just like, oh, so a lot of it's, is just common sense. People who aren't looking around when they're crossing the street. We have a lot of people who come in with pedestrian versus auto accidents and they just wipe out both of their legs. Yeah. Do you know how many people (laughs) I see consistently just walk out right in front of a moving vehicle constantly? Like they're always, I'm slamming on the brakes to avoid hitting these people because they just walk right out. They don't look, they're looking at their phone or they see me and they don't care. What the heck? You don't walk in front of a moving vehicle ever. I don't care. Pedestrians got the right of a way. That's bull, man. Holy crap. And so you're seeing people who are getting nice and beat up. I'm seeing a lot of those people. I saw one kid who jumped off a giant boulder into a pool of water. Um, He was with his friends and decided that cliff diving was something that he wanted to do. And 
smashed up his side. Uh, was the water not as deep as he thought? The water was not as deep as he thought. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm trying not to laugh, but you're right. It's like common sense. There's just some things yeah. you just don't do or you go, hey, let's go see how deep the water is first and then let's exactly. climb up and jump off like, oh, my gosh. You know, think I, through what you do before you do it. Yeah. And this is as far as I'll go in the PSA direction, but make sure you're in a mental state where you can think through what you're going to do. That's a good point. There is a lot of alcohol and a lot of drugs involved in a lot of the people that come into us. Yeah. I am fully in favor of people being able to do whatever they want to do, but if you're going to do it, please be smart about it and know that you're doing it and know that you're doing it and know your limitations while you're doing it. You know, people, especially when you're younger, you know, you, you think ah, I'm good. You know, my body's healing correctly or I can go to the doctor and get fixed up or whatever, you know, cause you heal faster when you're younger. So yeah. I'm going to go do whatever and I'm going to jump off a boulder into a, a pool of water without checking to see how deep it is. You know, I'll be fine. And then if you get beaten up, Oh, all right, it's all right. You know, my body will heal fast. Even if you don't get injured, you're still putting strain on the body. You're putting pressure on the body. You know, if you're doing stupid things, yes, when you're younger, you may heal quickly, but eventually it adds up and you only have one body and eventually those things are going to come back to haunt you because they're always there. Your body's been traumatized. Your body just eventually it's just not going to want to heal itself anymore. You only have one body treat it well, regardless of how old you are. Yep. The human body has an unbelievable ability to heal itself, but there's also a lot of stuff that can happen just because of regular wear and tear. Totally. There's a limit. There's a limit. You know, when people say, oh my gosh, my, uh, my, my metabolism has slowed down and I can't eat what I used to eat. I was reading something interesting about this recently and it was talking about, well, the reason that your metabolism slowed down is because you put a lot of junk in your body over the years <laughs> and all through those years, your body was like you said, had the amazing ability to heal itself. You didn't gain weight. You know, you just, it, it was fine. Right. But eventually the body said, dude, okay, I'm done. The blood sugar done not putting out the insulin you need to put out anymore, you know, so on and so forth. And then your metabolism slows down and all of a sudden you start gaining weight. You start having health problems, blood sugar issues, whatever. Right. And uh, so I was reading that it's like if people were to eat regularly healthy for the most part for pretty much all of their lives, uh, they probably wouldn't see these problems. They probably wouldn't see a slowdown in metabolism as much. Mm Versus those who basically destroyed their bodies, you know, when they were young and then eventually their body said, I quit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And I thought I'd I've have never to heard look that the- before either. It was just always like, oh, well, you're just getting old if your metabolism slows down. No, if I think back to my college days, man, I ate like Cheetos and unhealthy sandwiches and sodas for lunch. <laughs> oh, who didn't? <laughs> well, no wonder. do that. I know. <laughs> yeah, but that was every day. It's fun to do once in a oh, while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. Very interesting. Everyone needs a cheat day. Oh, yeah, I'd love to take a look totally. at the research on that, but yeah. intuitively it makes sense. The body is all about equilibrium. It's like a rubber band Yeah, where usually it has the systems in place where if you pull it too far to one side, you put something in your body, you put that strain on your body, you go and jump off a boulder. It can kind of bring it back to where it's supposed to be. But as you go along and as you do that more and more, it starts to wear out. It mm-hmm. starts to pull a little too far in that one direction and it shifts. Yeah. Well, and using and rubber bands no longer as an able to pull you back. Yeah. Uh, rubber bands eventually get brittle and break. Exactly. I'm liking this metaphor more and more I since I picked it. I, know. I was like, this is great. We didn't even plan this. 
Oh, very interesting. Okay. Speaking of this really quickly, here's kind of a, a side topic. Have you ever heard of light therapy? Yes, but in what context? Because there are very specific things that we use it for, but how have you heard of it? Well, no, that's a great point. I, I don't, well, see, what I've heard is uh, light therapy, if you use it on certain areas of the body, it will help to heal the mitochondria. It sort of acts like, you know, a vitamin D booster. These are things I've heard. I've not done a lot of research on it. Some people that I know swear by it, that it's helped them out and it's helped their body to basically, I don't know, regain, regain whatever it needs to heal itself or to at least be better at healing itself. So that's what okay. I've heard of. I don't know much more than that. <laughs> so the light therapy itself, we actually usually use for babies okay. when uh, their liver hasn't fully developed yet and they have problems um, dealing with some of the metabolites in their body. The light kind of helps to break some very specific ones of those down. Sure. So if you have uh, jaundiced babies that look really yellow because of everything that's built up in their system, um, light can actually help the body to get rid of that and kind of get them back to where they need to be. So that's where I usually see it. Um, So what kind of light is this, by the way? What what do they call that? Frequency or whatever it's called? Is that right? Oh, yeah. I honestly couldn't tell you. It's probably some kind of UV. Okay. I'm just more curious about it. sure on that. Yeah, yeah no, that's absolutely. fine. It was just like people have talked about it because, you know, with my nerve, um, you know, people have said, well, because your your sciatic nerve has been traumatized and damaged, the, the traditional time frame that should have healed itself sort of thing is over. So now it's like, well, it may still heal, but it could take years now and it may not. And so here's something that worked for me, light therapy or acupuncture and all those. And, you know, then you said people, you know, on the other hand, they're saying, well, acupuncture is kind of a crapshoot, but light therapy may work. And I'm thinking, huh, I want to know more about this. So I know it's not like a guaranteed healer, but I was just curious if you've heard anything about it or or what um, applications that it's primarily used for. Yeah. The short version is it probably all depends on the body and light in general, at least that I've seen, especially in older populations that aren't the babies. um, It is a lot about the vitamin D aspect of things, which I've yeah. mostly seen as far as mood. You're oh, yeah. going to be more able to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone, everyone gets depressed around the holidays or around winter and yeah. it can be a seasonal thing and getting enough sunlight, getting enough vitamin D can actually help with that. Oh yeah. You know, that's interesting and because then, I've, I've done like vitamin D supplements and eh, they sort of kind of stave off those deficiencies, if you want to call it that. But then when I go outside, especially when it starts to warm up, it's like I go outside and just sit there for 15 minutes and all of a sudden it's like, I feel great. Like in every way, physically, mentally, I feel good. And it really is amazing how, you know, just getting 15 minutes of sunlight a day is, is like almost essential. Maybe that's why I've been so off this week. <laughs> Are you pasty white? <laughs> Brian, I have always been pasty white. <laughs> You know this. It's okay. It's okay. You know, 15 minutes of sunlight a day. That's all it takes. Oh, yeah. The minimum effective dose. getting that. Beyond that, you know, people are out there for like hours. Like that's where we've got like skin cancer problems, you know, but it's like 15 minutes a day. I mean, you get you get that dose that you need. Oh, yeah. Of the vitamin D. But oh, I think it's that's balance cool. of everything. Uh, ba- but then, yeah, there's also balance. been studies that show that vitamin D can help with the immune system. Yes. It can help with your overall health. So I've been hearing about people saying, you know, rather than taking vitamin C, you should be getting vitamin D for a cold now. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, that's rarely new. Rarely. Rarely. Fairly new. <laughs> that's fairly new. <laughs> 
I was like, yes. I guess like, this is the first time they've said that. I'm so it making things up. I like to make things up. This. Yeah, these are real Brianisms. Oh, yeah. It's rarely new. What does that even mean, Brian? Is that profound? It's deep. It sounds so deep. I should write a philosophical book. Uh, rarely new. Rarely new. We'll call it rarely new. <laughs> I like this. This is going to be fun. So I have to say this. This is very exciting. We are connecting through Discord rather than Skype. Uh, usually I have all of my you know people that are not local connect through Skype, but we use Discord for gaming. It has some issues once in a while, although I'll tell you what, I use the Mac client, so not the web page, but the client, and I no longer have issues. So they must have tweaked this one, but do you have any issues with it ever? Uh, I'll skip around in the sound a little bit every once in a while, but for the most part, it's been really smooth for me. It's nice. It uses a lot less bandwidth than Skype does, which is very cool. Oh, yeah. But uh, and the quality's not bad. Like, this is what I'm excited about. It may not be like perfect HD or anything, but it's not bad. You sound good. Good. So do you. (laughs) Thank you. So speaking of gaming. Yes. Let's get into this a little bit. So first of all, you know, we've been talking about the Nintendo Switch the last couple of weeks sold out everywhere. This is ridiculous. Thanks, Nintendo. You did it again. You released a new platform and then boom. Screw us all over and make us wait. You and I still playing Overwatch. Yes. And uh, are, you, are you still enjoying it? I am still enjoying it. Good. You're it's not... a lot of fun. I think I'm getting better. I can actually oh, yeah. kind of aim now. Uh, well, I've always been like 5% weapon accuracy in any shooter I play. I think I'm up to like six or seven now. You actually contribute very well, though. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, you do. And it's always fun to play with you. So playing games with you is a lot of fun because you just have that. I don't know. It's a really good attitude and excitement about it. And, and it's just fun. So thanks. <laughs> I'm serious. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I will say this though. Overwatch when they did their, their new black watch uprising update thing that they just did, it's not balancing the teams very well right now. So we've had some problems with, you know, getting either ex- just destroyed in a game or destroying the other team. It's not very, you know, I like good games regardless of who wins. I like them to be close and intense and that's not going on right now. And it was prior to this update. Um, no, that's unfortunate. But the Night Fox joined me and he just started playing. He's excited. I think he's going to join us, you know, on our, our Wednesday game nights. But, uh, oh, my gosh, we got so, of course, I'm thinking like everybody's usually pretty nice in this game. You know, you get a couple trolls once in a while. That whole night he started his first night there. It was like mostly trolls on our team and on the other team. You guys suck. How come you, you know, I was like, what? Of course. Oh, good grief. <laughs> so, well, you have to welcome the newbie and any multiplayer game that you play. You have to introduce them to wonderful, wonderful community of online gaming. So bullying. Welcome to our game, sucker. Bullying and gaming is initiation. Is that what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not the way it should be, but. Oh man. I mean, you might as well find out early what you're getting yourself into, but it's not usually that way. That's the one thing I've loved about that game is that it's, it's a fairly positive, healthy and respectful game community for the most part. See, that's good because I cut my teeth on league of legends for online gaming. Yeah. If you want to talk about toxic online communities, that's by no means the worst, but it's not that good. You want to know an interesting online community is star Trek online. And that I tell you, like we uh, we we talked with Garrett Wong about that because you know he he voices Harry Kim in in a lot of the different stuff. But 
I, we played that, gosh, you know, a couple of years ago, it took a big break. And then I was like, I got to go see what's going on because I got like some free top of the line ship. I don't know why it was probably like, we haven't seen you in a while. Come back and get your free, you know, tier six ship. So Wait, I, so all of this time that I was playing these games every day to get cool stuff, what I actually had to do was stop playing for six months and they would just give me cool things to bring me back. Well, I think that's like Star Trek. I'm so bad at this. Yeah, it's not other games though. Other games could care less whether you're there or not, especially the ones that cause you are, are the ones that have like the uh, the monthly subscriptions. They don't care if you're there or not. Well, no, that sometimes they'll do. Sometimes they'll say if you subscribe, then you'll get these exclusive rewards that only subscribers get. Oh, yes. And then that draws you in. But if you don't subscribe, well, you're missing out. You know, you're you're missing out on this rare Bantha in Star Wars, the Old Republic, for example. But in Star Trek Online, what's interesting is a lot of people will actually role play, which, oh. I, you know, that's that's cool. Um, it's a little awkward at first because I'm like. They'll be like, hello, commander, or well, I'm, I'm a fleet admiral or something like that. But <laughs> hello, fleet admiral. How are you today, sir? You come here often. And I'm like, what the what is going on? And then I'm like, oh, this person's like actually role playing his character or her character. Very interesting. We went back to, to finish up the story in Star Wars Old Republic, played that years ago, took a break. You played that. I they played that with you. Added a ton of new content. Very, very good storyline for the most part. I mean, there were a couple couple stories that were you know okay but some of the some of them were just spectacular the kind of stuff that you wish they would do in a movie sort of thing wow but the downside of that game is it's starting to show its age now uh i'm gonna be playing android netrunner finally finally i've been trying to play this game is that board game or a card game i guess yeah i remember we talked about that yes finally gonna be playing that tonight so excited we are gonna be learning it i have all the instructions very involved game not necessarily complicated but uh, i've got a friend who's so yeah we're excited i cannot wait to hear your impressions oh yeah oh stick around oh and with that said too while we're at this you know finally gonna go see fate of the furious i've been trying to actually coordinate with people i'm like dude come on guys let's go see the fate of the furious it's a yeah everyone's like yeah thanks i don't want to see that movie that's who would you be excited about this i don't know well you know what it is is almost everybody that said no thanks they're like, yeah, I watched the first one or the first two or three, and I'm not interested. I'm like, well, duh. It's because you didn't get into the good ones. Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, Tokyo Drift is where that series really starts taking off in terms of the story, just because Han is so awesome. Although I know a lot of people but hate it. Four is Tokyo. where they like bring everyone together. Yes. And it's like this. This is what we've been waiting. And then five and on is just glorious. Oh, I. It's- <sighs> So I think I lose a little bit of nerd cred here, but I actually have yet to see seven. Oh, no, that's okay. Never got around to finding it. So I still need to see seven before I can see eight. They do. I love these movies. They do a beautiful tribute to Paul Walker in seven. Wonderful. Yeah. And that was actually, well, yeah, that's another story for another time, but I'll report back on fate of the furious next week. Very excited about that. Now movies that are coming out though. I want to talk about this now because this it's movie time. All right. It's movie time. Oh yeah. So first of all, let's do this. Star Wars. The last Jedi trailer came out and we haven't talked about it yet. Now, next week we'll talk more star Wars because it's may the fourth week, but um, I do want to ask you, did you, first of all, just see the trailer, please. Who do you think you're talking to? Well, I just I've wanted to make sure seven or eight times this week alone. Okay. So, so me asking you if you've seen the last Jedi trailer is like someone asking me if I've ever heard of espresso or chocolate covered espresso beans. Yeah. Wait, what are those? (laughs) 
Okay. So How is this not a thing that's in my life? Are you serious? No, they're delicious and amazing. I was just going to say kind of uh, want some right now. Uh, I have some. I should go get some right now. Oh, and next week. Oh, by the way, before I forget, I'm so excited about this. Starbucks has a new Frappuccino, which is probably not a good idea, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's kind of like know what you're getting into, right? Like if you're going to jump off the boulder into the shallow pool, um, the unicorn Frappuccino. <laughs> have you heard about this? <laughs> I think from what I've heard, California has already run out. Well, everyone I've talked yeah. to is who has been asking for it. They've like run out of the ingredients to make it. I've heard it's not that it's good. It's been so popular. Yeah, I, and it's probably out here in Colorado too, but we're going to try next week to get our hands on one and then we're actually going to taste it on the show live. Oh my. So I just, I got to see what it's like because apparently it starts off sweet then goes bitter and everything, but I don't even know why I was going. Oh yeah, because of things we know about. So my point being, <laughs> going back to Star Wars. <laughs> wow, I really oh, squirrel trailed you there. Man, that was amazing. So what do you think about this whole the Jedi must end kind of stuff thing? I mean, do, <sighs> there's so many theories out there, but I want to know what your theory is. Okay, I could see this going two ways, and one of them I'm hoping for more than the other. So I'll start with the one that I'm less thrilled with because there is always the possibility, and I have this problem anytime they revive a popular franchise from people's childhoods Mm -hmm. where they take like a major character from the previous iteration and they end up being the villain 10 year old spoiler alert they did that with the mission impossible series where uh john voight whoever his character was in the movie ended up being the bad guy and he was the main character of the original show Mm -hmm. and i can't stand it when they do that i feel like it cheapens Uh, the legacy interesting so it is very possible that there's going to be some sort of pull to the dark side for Luke, which was also a major theme of the original trilogy and was a major theme for fan fiction. Yeah, because he was uh, and I had forgotten about this for some reason, but I went back, you know, we rewatched Return of the Jedi, but Jedis do not use force choke. And yet in Return of the Jedi, he does when he enters Jabba's palace. I didn't even catch that. I know. And for some reason, I've That's never thought about that. But when, you know, the Gamorrean guards come up and they put their uh, you know, they're whatever the heck those things were pikes or whatever. I think they're axes, axes, pikes. Or yeah, pikes. I'll go with both axe, pike, a pike axe. Yes. Halberds. I like that. But he, he basically waves his hand and they both grab their throats like they're choking. And I went, oh, that's right. He did kind of teeter on the dark side. They didn't talk about it in the movies, but he teetered on the dark side with his uh, abilities and stuff. Yeah. So then there is that even yeah. later on in that movie is there there's the whole give in to your anger thing. Yeah, that's true. If Luke was like teetering on the dark side, we need to end the Jedi because he actually has moved towards the dark side. Wouldn't necessarily be too far of a stretch based on everything he's gone through. It's true. And then the hmm. other kind of theory that I'm running with, which I think is a little bit more likely and happier and well, maybe okay. happier <laughs> is Luke kind of recognizing that the way the Jedi have always been established is not effective or healthy or good for actual peace in the galaxy where they originally started out as peacekeepers and then were drawn into this whole war thing and his plan will be to then carry on, but with kind of a different way of doing things. So more of a reform kind of thing than specifically just ending the order. Sure. That would make a lot of sense too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I was going with it, you know, initially. 
somebody else said, oh, it's just taken out of context and it's the way that, you know, movie preview people do that kind of stuff, which, yes, that's true. But I like that. I like that second one. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Squirrel trailing that a little bit, taking that and running with it. There is a theory I've run across or I made it up. I'm honestly not sure which. I'm pretty sure I read it somewhere. Because of that, Luke is not going to be what Rey is expecting. She comes in like thinking that he's going to train her as a Jedi and then he kind of hits her in the face with this. Actually, no, we need to disband the Jedi. Then she kills him. But before that, he cuts off her hand. Ooh, (laughs) that is more specific than what I was going with. Oh, okay. I'm crazy when it comes to these theories. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. But yeah, I would actually be really interested to see what happens if she then, because of that, tries to seek training elsewhere, ends up turning to the dark side, and Kylo Ren has to come back to the light to take her down. Ooh, oh, because he is Twist the conflicted character in the series. That's true. And I would love to see like a redemptive <laughs> plot line for him. I think that would be kind of cool. Ooh, that well, being said, I think Ray is an awesome character and she shouldn't turn to the dark side, but that's just me. I would have to go with you on that one. Yeah, I would like to see her stay light. It would be terrible. Although I don't know. I mean, talk about really pulling out our, our hearts with a spoon. Subverting expectations. That is, that is something I love. I do too. And speaking of hilarious things, the bad lip reading people just put together a uh, bad lip reading for the force awakens. Oh my, I did see that one. <laughs> I love Supreme leader Snoke. He's like, no, I'll come closer. <laughs> that would be amazing to have that voice. <laughs> Supreme leader. Uh, yes. <laughs> I think he's actually uh, Yoda. It's just, you know, a projection. Mm. No, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally messing everything up. Let's just stop talking right now because it's just terrible. Let's talk well, just the our fan theories get the better. Well, that's true. Yeah, because the crazier they get, the less we expect. Right. And then we go on with exactly. no expectations because they're like, do you guys have recreated the entire Star Wars universe by the end of this episode? I'm not. Even, I'm just going to go into the movie and just see what happens. And then everybody will love it. Right. Ideally. Okay. Yeah. So Justice League, are you excited about this movie? There's a lot of debate about this to be excited for justice league. I have been consistently disappointed in DC as far as the movie front goes. So I am giving them one more chance with wonder woman. If it's good, then I will be excited for justice league. If it sucks, I'm done. I really would agree with you that DC should have taken, you know, a lead from Marvel and kept the TV and the movie universe together. Because what they've done with the TV universe with DC has been fantastic, except for Supergirl. But other than that, like I man, they've they've done a great job for the most part. Why didn't they turn that into a movie? Why did you have to be separate? You failed us. I I hope Wonder Woman's good. Cautiously optimistic for that one, so we'll see. I I got to be honest. I'm I'm optimistic for a Wonder Woman based on the trailer that I've seen. I will say that the trailer that I saw for Justice League. There are some really cool points, but I think they're trying to make it cooler than it really is. If that makes sense. That sounds about right. I mean, let's face it. Superhero movies. We need to make fun of them. They need to make fun of themselves, you know, like because I mean, it's kind of like they did with uh, with X-Men, right? You know, when when Wolverine first talks about, you know, I'm not wearing this, you know, what would you rather have yellow spandex? I mean, it's like you got to make fun of yourselves. You got to have some fun with that. And that's the one thing that Marvel has done very, very well with their movies is they've, they've got that humor. And I think DC is trying to make things too cool, too serious. 
and it's like it's a superhero movie. <laughs> you can't. I mean, it's about a guy who dresses up in red and blue tights. I know. Like, and flies around really fast. You can only take this so far. You kind of have to remember that. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. But let's, let's, you know, have a little fun here. Oh, sure. And there are two sides of the spectrum there where you go all the way to the other side of like the self-awareness and the humor and you get Deadpool. Yeah, exactly. Which is a bloody fantastic movie, by the way. And then you've got the full on cheese factor of the movies that failed, you know, heinously. So there's balance. So there is balance. And I find that DC is not balancing things very well. They're trying to be like a gladiator for superheroes. Actually, Mm. that's how I would That's how I would describe Superman V Batman or Batman V Superman. Sorry. It it reminded me a lot of, of like a gladiator type feel. Interesting. Which didn't fit the story itself i was fine with but i i was not a fan of the cinematography and the the feel of the movie because it just felt too well too much like gladiator or something like that all right pitch perfect three getting excited (laughs) wait what i'm sorry what (laughs) okay forget that guardians of the galaxy 2 okay there we go uh yeah that dude that's like that's next week i know is it oh my gosh Okay. Okay. Are, are you excited? I'm. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I love the original so much, and I really want to see where they take it now. Are you going to cosplay as like Groot or Re- Rocket? <sighs> I thought about it. I left all my red leather stuff back in Colorado, though. Uh. Well, Groot, Groot doesn't wear leather. Groot doesn't wear anything. Exactly. There you go. Just you know, easy man. Just show up at the theater. You don't even need to worry about it. When somebody's like, uh, sir, no, no shirt, no clothes, no service. I am Groot. Just walk in. Totally, man. Free tickets. Woo. I am I, Groot. I, now that you say that, I legitimately wonder what would happen <laughs> if I walked up and tried to order my tickets and get all of that taken care of yeah. entirely using I am Groot. <laughs> that would be awesome. Everything I say. This is, this is an idea. idea that I really want to try. This now. is a good idea. I'm going to try this too. Yeah. When we go see guardians, I'm going to try to make it like I am Groot everything. And they'll be like, sir, I don't understand you. I am Groot. And like, but you have to gesture a little bit so they can get something out of you. Yeah. They'll figure it out. I like this. If they know anything about movies, they can figure it out. Yeah. What about like, um, you know, if you go get any concessions or anything point at it kind of thing. Oh, Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Get creative, man. Have some fun with this. That would be a little more frustrating. Yeah. All right. Now, I know we've talked a lot about 13 reasons why, and I have nothing further to say on it. I actually did finish it. Very interesting. But you wrote down a note on it. So you've seen it. Yeah, I'm curious uh, what your thoughts were. Just like the 10 cent version, if you've been talking about it already, because yeah. my girlfriend and I just started watching it uh-huh. and I've heard like a lot of mixed things Yeah, about it, whether it's, you know, drawing attention to mental health, mental illness and kind of raising some very important issues that need to be talked about versus glorifying suicide i do so i don't want to rehash things that we've already talked about no well we didn't talk about this so this is interesting um i talked about the show i liked it by the way it was very difficult to get through i personally do not believe that they were glorifying suicide at all okay um if anybody took it that way i don't think they watched the show because that that's not how i took it at all i know i mean it it was not it was not a pleasant show if you know what i mean Right. So I would definitely say it was more drawing attention to bullying rather than mental illness simply because 
she got to a place of despair because of the bullying and because of the fact that people were not there when she asked for help. That's, I think, what they were drawing attention to. Perfect. Which I think is extremely important, not just for kids, but for each and every one of us, no matter how old we are. I 100% agree. Well, have you, so have you finished it? I hope no, not yet. Okay. We're maybe four episodes in. Cool. And I didn't, I'm still kind of waiting to see where things go at this point. Finish it. It's worth watching, but it's intense. Have something happy to go to after. So, (laughs) all right, dude, can I, can I, oh my gosh, can I just say something here? What's that? Bacon wrapped sea scallops. Oh my. Wow. Yes. Now, long story short, yes, you know that when I, you know, when we make something here like that, we're finding the best sourced food we can. So, you know, you're not trying to eat crappy scallops or, you know, nitrite, nitrate infused bacon. We're trying to eat, you know, the real stuff. Well, yes. Wow. Oh, those are so good. Mm. I Wow. And then this, this was more my, my cheap meal. This was a fun one. Uh, pizza though. Cause I, you know how much pizza is my weakness, man. Pizza and cheese oh, yeah. and cookies. Oh, please. Uh, pizza is not weakness. Pizza <laughs> is strength. Pizza is life. I had one. This is very interesting. It's one of the local shops and they partnered with, uh, I think it was a, bre- I, well, it wasn't a brewery, but it was a tavern. Basically it was a pizza with this thick applewood smoked bacon, caramelized onions. And then, you know, had the mozzarella and, and the, the regular sauce, but it had a lot of spices on it. And then it also had like cream cheese chunks, you know, Ooh. like around for, for, for the spice. Wow. Highly recommend something like that. I like trying new things like that. Absolutely. That's the sort of new thing where if I were to try it, I would probably not want to try any other new things because I just want to keep going back to that. I know. I know. Seriously. And then Sarah actually made a uh, frittata for breakfast. So, and actually, you know, a big one. So you had leftovers for the whole week, but egg and veggies, you know, kind of put together. So it looked like a pie, you know, the whole idea, but you put on feta cheese on the top and tomato and fresh basil with the balsamic and spices that you, you know, soak them in and everything, put a little bit on top just for the extra flavor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, we've been eating really good lately. It's great. Like we, we try to find good sourced foods and make, you know, exciting recipes and stuff like that and stuff that that is relatively healthy. I mean, we try to do the best we can on all. I, I love Tim Ferriss and I've been following Tim Ferriss and, and I read his four hour body book, you know, years ago, long time ago. And, you know, he what he talks about really does work. I was able to, to get down on my optimal weight when I was on it. But the one thing that I didn't like and it didn't sustain for me was that, you know, he advocates for eating the same three meals over and over because it's easy. It's predictable. Your body can handle it. And that's how you you know, get to your ideal body weight and composition and everything like that. I couldn't stay on that. I got really bored. I am not the kind of person who can, you know, eat the same thing over and over and over. And so that's kind of where I ran across Abel James, wild diet, fat burning man, all that, because, you know, he's more about, um, I want you to eat healthy. I want you to source your foods well, but make it a lifestyle, not just like a period of time, not like a diet or something like that. So here are a bunch of different ideas for food. Here are the spices and the different flavors. And, you know, we're going to have tons and tons of variety. You can eat 30 different foods if you want kind of thing. And this sounds important. I fell in love with that. <laughs> so Now, how are you on that, though? Are you the kind of person that would want to eat the same kind of foods over and over just because it's predictable and easy? Or do you like the variety of life kind of thing? I do love the variety of life. I, I feel like I'm kind of a mix of the two. I'm one of those personality types that needs to try everything. Okay. 
and just throw out a really wide net in order to find the things that I like. Oh, well, that makes and sense. From that point, I'm more than willing to, you know, stick with a few things that I know are really good that I can keep going back to because I know that I like them a lot. Sure. But at the same time, if I had to do the same thing over and over and over again, I'd probably get bored. Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And that's something I was thinking about too is I like that. You know, you try different things to find out what you like. Like, for example, Mod Pizza, by the way, shout out to my homies at Mod. I mm. pretty much get the exact same mod now because I've tried a couple different things and I wanted to see what I like. But it's like, okay, now I know my ideal uh, ingredient composition, you know, that I pull together and I love it. Okay, what about this? Like, you're, you vary things in music too, right? You're not the same. I, you don't listen to the same style over and over. Oh, absolutely. I go on a, a YouTube rabbit hole hunt every couple of months <laughs> where I just try to find things. Yeah. And sometimes it works. And sometimes I'm up at two in the morning because nothing's going on at work. And I'm listening to weird Icelandic <laughs> pop covers of Don't Fear the Reaper by oh, no. Blue Oyster Cult. It's slowed down to like four beats per minute and oh, has this gosh. weird ethereal organ going in the back. It's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Oh, uh, okay. So have you hit, uh, have you heard of Hidden Citizens? I have not. Tell me of this. Well, they do epic movie trailer covers of popular songs. So like another one bites the dust, you know, is like a minor key and it's super, super slow. And there's this orchestral thing going on. It's awesome. Honestly, sounds like the sort of thing I'd like. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So you're not the kind of person that, you know, you turn on a radio station and it's like, hey, we play, you know, 19. uh, Well, forget that, you know, early 2000s pop music. And that's it. Like, would that drive you crazy after a while? After a while, probably. So you're going to switch around. So mentally, I have like tiers of music that I like. There are the songs that I could listen over and over and over again to and do and sing along and dance and all of that and drive people nuts. But anyway, I never get sick of them. There are very, very few of those. Sure. That makes sense. Though, So most everything else. Yeah, I. I do get tired eventually. I mean, I still appreciate all of those songs musically. And I think that's why I like covers so much. When I find a song that I like, I'll listen to that for a while. And then I'll be like, huh, I wonder if there's a rock cover of this out there. I'll go and search for that and see what I can find. And there's some really good stuff out there. I like this. I'll be like, huh, what if it was this, but electronic (laughs) and search furiously for another couple of days anyway. And then you don't find it. So then you compose it. Or you arrange it. I can neither confirm nor deny the existence of a couple of very, very strange pop culture mashups. Interesting. That I am responsible for. I like this. I like this. I had to ask about this because I find it interesting. Well, I don't, I don't know if, I mean, granted, you know, as you start to get quote older and I'm not saying I'm older, mm. old, but you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> as you get out of, as you start to have some years behind you, you start to see people uh, at least I, a lot of the people that I know are stuck listening to music, um, you know, from our college days and they won't listen to anything else but that, or they hmm. have the same hairstyle that they had back in college, or they wear the same types <laughs> of clothes that they were in college, which is not a good idea right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and people eat the same things over and over. And, and, and I was wondering like, why is this? Why do people get stuck in these ruts or, or, you know, that kind of thing. And I started to realize that yes, definitely primarily has to do with personality which is fine like there there are those that really do want that stable consistent predictable thing in their life because that's who they are 
which makes sense. And that's totally fair. Uh, but it was interesting because I got to thinking about this show is certainly not that, <laughs> you know, and I was trying to think people ask me like, so what, you know, what do you nerd out about Brian? And I'm like, Oh, what do I not nerd out about? You know? And, uh, oh my gosh, I've had so many conversations with people lately and people are still telling me you need to niche down with the real Brian show. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Why? I don't even know where I start because I have too many things I'd want to talk about. But you know, your niche is all of the things. Exactly. Exactly. It's like it's everything. And, and I, but that's the beauty of it is that I was the person who grew up wishing that there was a radio station that played everything. I mean, literally like a full on mix. I was a person that wanted to try different foods all the time. I was a person that wanted to travel around the world to different countries and see different cultures. You know, my, you look at my Netflix queue. It is all over the board. There is not one genre. I am not like a sitcom person or, uh, you know, I love sci-fi, but it's not just sci-fi. It's all over the place. Video games, everything, everything I do is so different. Yeah. And, uh, and I love it. I love that variety. So it's, it's interesting that I, I believe I have to believe there are more people out there like us that just we're an underrepresented and underserved pe- person group, people group. Is that, would that be a fair assessment? I think so. Yeah. And I very much want to believe that we're jacked, man. I hope you're right. We're not even valued or respected. I, you know, I'm going to go on a campaign for this. Serve the, uh, what, what should we call ourselves? Like the Omni nerds. You know, you know, we're like, we're like, I actually kind of like that. <laughs> I have to credit, uh, you know, miss ice with that one. She, ah. she and I came up with Omnia. We were coming up with like, what, what's an idea like Renaissance nerd, but everybody was like, is that like a person who LARPs and uh, goes to Renaissance festivals? I'm like, no. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm picturing. I'm there. thinking Renaissance man, you know, Renaissance nerd, the person, well, yeah. the nerd who likes it all. You know, I'm a nerd, but I'm, but the, the Omni nerd is good. It's kind of like we're, we're nerds, but we're, Omni about it. I was going to say omniscient, mm. but I'm not quite sure I should give us that much credit. Yeah, that might be the wrong choice of verbiage. Yeah, omnipresent, not quite. Mm. Of course, you know, with a podcast, we could be. All right, uh, that is true. Yeah, but I'm going to go with Omni, the Omni nerds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the nerds of the Omni order. So do you remember Vanessa Carlton? Oh, of course. Yeah, you know, she like came out in the what mid mid or early two thousands or something, and she was pretty big. That and, sounds right. Yeah, she had a little piano, really cool, very poppy. I heard this yeah. beautiful song over at the comic and, and game store, and I was like, "This is amazing!" And I, and I uh, shazammed it, and it was Vanessa Carlton. I'm like, "No way! This sounds Whoa. like sounds nothing like her." And it wasn't a brand new song. I think it came out a couple years ago, but okay. it's called Blue Pool. And it still uses her, you know, traditional piano, but it's, oh man, it's a very almost indie sound. It's got some ethereal sound to it. It's amazing. I, I was like, this is Vanessa awesome. Carlton, <laughs> but I love it. Oh. So there you go. And then uh, right. the other album, this is an album is Flatfoot 56. Do you remember these guys? <laughs> <laughs> of course. How can I forget? Oh my gosh. So it's like the ridiculous hardcore Irish, Irish street punk. Yeah, they're they're kind of like uh, Dropkick Murphys. Like that's they're about, basically they're, they're kind of the they clones. rock like ten times harder. Yeah, so it's like insane rock music, and then yeah, there's some punk here and there. Not very much because I'm not into punk music, but mostly yeah, rock and insane. And then like the bagpipes come in. <laughs> And you're just oh, like, yeah. this is the amazing. Are honestly, what make it as far as oh. I'm concerned. They just came out with a brand new album. All it's right, been like six this. years since I've had an album. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. What about you? 
All right. Well, lately I've been listening to one of my old favorite bands. I'm realizing now that a lot of the bands that I listen to are like super awkward to talk about in polite company because the names are just terrible. So I've like, been listening like a Britney lot Spears. to. You still- also, yes. <laughs> Don't say that. But no, I mean, I have had playlists with names like Bullet for My Valentine, The Murder of My Sweet, and one of my favorite bands is actually called The Birthday Massacre. Yay! So it's this. Uh, like weird, I don't even know what to call them. Gothic electro rock outfit out of <laughs> Toronto, Canada. Sweet. Basically mix like a really artistic Alice in Wonderland aesthetic with a rock version of the Donkey Kong soundtrack. Interesting. And you could get pretty close. Anyway, they have a new album coming out. It's called Under Your Spell. Um, I've been listening to the first two songs they've put out under that. I did not know it was this possible for a song to be aggressive and soothing at the same time. Interesting. But it's a really interesting sound. And it kind of subverts my expectations as a musician for what these things are going to sound like. Because, you know, I've listened to enough music where I'm like, oh, I know what the chord progression is going to be based on what this sounds like because this is probably going to sound like everything else. And then when that doesn't happen, I get like a little flutter in my chest where I'm like, I was not expecting them to do that. I love that. And I love that. Well, I'm going to have to check it out. It's not on Spotify yet, unfortunately, but it's not on Spotify yet. So this is a YouTube kind of thing. This is a YouTube thing. Okay. Beautiful. My last piece of advice for the week is uh, expose yourself. Uh, No, there's more. Don't worry. There's more to gamma radiation so that you can become a superhero. Fantastic. I totally recommend it. Interesting proposition. Yep. There you go. Proven fact. Uh, You might turn out a mutant, but one way or the other, it's it's pretty cool. So there you go. We have many case studies Uh, to this end. Absolutely. You you do? Well, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Don't you? Well, yeah, of course. But that's that's great, man. That's like double the case studies. Yeah, exactly. We should write a course. We'll put it together. We'll sell it. It'll be awesome. All right. So here's what is going on next week. First of all, Monday, I'm going to talk about rest. Yeah, it's going to be good. But but next Friday is it's so oh my gosh. Did you Star Wars? Star Wars week. Star Wars May the 4th is Thursday. So naturally, you know, we'll talk about that on Friday. Oh yeah. We'll do a little Star Wars tribute. Uh it will not be all about Star Wars, so don't worry if you're a Star Wars fan, do come back. It's going to be amazing, but it'll be a lot of fun. But I will say this mad scientist, thank you so much for joining me once again and and having a return. Anytime. I know we've got another topic that we would like to talk about, which we will uh, you know, share for the next time. Yeah. Or, or save for the next time to share then I was just yes. trying to shorten it share for the next time instead of you know I mean you know you don't want to waste words save for the next time to share with everyone then why not just say oh, yeah, share sure. for the next time right why not I mean is it it's me? another real Brianism yes thank you I know I'm not the only one that that thing okay good thank you for for sharing that you know what the music means I got you man <laughs> <laughs> oh let thank you so much yeah you hey don't work too hard do save lives though because that's important but uh sure thanks for joining us mad scientist anytime it's always a pleasure and you guys have a wonderful rest of your week and weekend i am the real brian signing off the real brian show is a production of 514 media at 514mediaempire.com